Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that offers people facing divorce, trusted, vetted divorce professionals, articles, a podcast, a mobile app, and the free consult. Before I get started, I want to give a shout out to divorce coach Karen Covey. Karen is a divorce attorney and divorce mediator who turned her career into solely being a divorce coach. She's a divorced girl smiling, trusted divorce professional, and someone I've known for 10 years. I love Karen. She's full of energy. She knows so much. She's so experienced, and she's just so warm and really, really a wonderful person. If you want to learn more about Karen, visit her at karencovey.com or in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I am so excited about today's podcast. This is going to be really different than all my other podcasts, and you're going to love it. I know it. I'm calling it Divorcing Women Talk About Life, Fear, Growth, and Hope. So how I came up with the idea to do this podcast was I have a Facebook group, okay? So if you go to Facebook, there's Divorced Girl Smiling, which is just a page. And then I have the Divorced Girl Smiling Facebook group page. And the reason I started the page is that I wanted to give divorced women a chance to talk to each other and run ideas past each other and vent and feel connected and feel validated and not feel so alone. And in the couple of years that I've had the page, the group has about 3,200 members and you can post on there anytime you want. And you'll get like all these responses. So if you want to vent or run something by everyone or tell somebody something shitty that your ex did, you have a whole community of people that are behind you and that are rooting for you. It's really, really lovely the way it's turned out. So I wanted to read a couple of the posts that I post a lot asking questions to prompt people to talk to each other and engage in discussions. And what I learned about this group of divorcing women is that they are full of passion and hope and inspiration. They want to feel that way, but they're going through the worst time in their life. So there's a lot of posts on there where they feel hopeless and depressed and heartbroken and traumatized. And they feel like they were betrayed and they feel angry. So there's a million emotions that go on on this page. And so I wanted to give you a taste of that so that you can feel like you're there. So this podcast is going to kind of feel like you're at a party with a bunch of divorced women. And you're listening to what they're saying, and you're going to be able to really relate. So I'm going to start with the first post. I chose like six posts, and I wanted to read what I wrote and then read what the responses were. Okay, so the first question is, if you were a stranger looking at your life and the stranger was writing a book about it, what would the title be? 
And some of these titles are just hilarious, but they're real. And I'm going to tell you how I feel about the titles after I read them to you. So the first one was WTF. The second one was WTF just happened. The third one was, well, shit. (laughs) So what I found totally amazing about this is listen to the rest of the responses. So this is for book titles. Starting over. Another one was so much better. Another one, she believed she could, so she did. Number four, creating the life she wants. Number five, you got this. Number six, broken but brave. And so I just feel like that's when I said all these women are inspired and despite their trauma and their devastation of the divorce, they're hopeful. And then here's a couple funny ones. Should have listened to my sisters. (laughs) Another one talked about her husband, the manipulative gaslighter. So as you can see, so those are the titles. The second question I asked that I want to share with you is, what is your biggest fear when it comes to your divorce? And here are some of the responses. Legal fees, being alone, not seeing my kids every day. Finances, will I ever be able to retire? That my ex will never leave me alone. How can I do it all? Finances, house chores, raising kids. And then she went on to say, guess what? I was doing it all already and there was just an annoying gaslighter narcissist present. I'm in a much better place now, four years later, and I thank God every day. So those are some of the fears. By the way, feel free to email me at Jackie at DivorcedGirlSmiling.com or join the Divorced Girl Smiling Facebook group and tell me what your biggest fear is. And I'm sure you're going to get a lot of responses that will be helpful. Next question. Despite the hurt and anger and pain of a divorce, you can still miss some good things about your ex. Do you agree? And here are the responses. Every day, every single minute. So that person obviously feels very much missing her ex. Another person wrote, I miss what I thought he was. Someone else wrote, I miss the family unit, but I don't miss him. Another person wrote, so much. Another person wrote, I miss our nerdy conversations, overanalyzing movies we watched, and laughing. She goes on to say, but when I really start to feel it, I have to remind myself about the things that were said and about how horribly he behaved when we were separated. That makes me sad and brings me back to reality. Another person wrote, I miss all the little things that you can only know about a person when being together for 25 years, but sadly we weren't right for each other. A couple other people wrote, I don't miss him. Nope, not a bit. Someone else wrote, I miss the man he used to be and I miss how we were a team and how we worked together. I miss family gatherings. I miss how we were always on the same page about everything. And I miss how divorce was never in our vocabulary. But I don't miss the man he has become. I don't miss the bouts of OCD, depression, and the way he broke my heart by leaving me for an old girlfriend. So... I guess the takeaway I have on this question is that 
It's okay to see that there was good in your ex. It's okay to miss good things and still realize that it's not right. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilosoff. I am talking about divorcing women and what they're talking about as it pertains to life, fear, growth, and hope. I'm going to take a short break, and when I come back, I'm going to move on to the next question, which is, what's the best divorce advice you've heard and what's the worst? I'll be right back. One of the most stressful aspects of getting divorced is feeling like your spouse might be hiding money. To hire a forensic accountant or to have your divorce attorney hire one can cost tens of thousands of dollars. And a lot of people either can't afford that or they don't think it's worth it because it's so costly. Well, let me tell you something. CPA and forensic accountant Tracy Conan has you covered. Tracy, who is an extremely experienced forensic accountant, has developed a tool to find out if your ex is hiding money. It's called the Divorce Money Guide. It's a 10-step handbook that walks you through what to do to find the money. You walk away with either a complete sense of relief because you now know that your ex isn't hiding money, or you walk away with proof to give your attorney who can now take action to make sure your divorce is fair and equitable. If you want to learn more about Tracy and the Divorce Money Guide, go to fraudcoach.com. I also want to take a minute to mention Katherine Becker Good, a Massachusetts divorce attorney. Katherine has over 34 years experience working in the courts of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. She has developed a trusting and personal approach to interacting with her clients that makes them feel safe, supported, and heard during a vulnerable time. As a skilled negotiator and mediator, Catherine remains focused and calm during highly contentious situations, which helps her clients do the same. Catherine has developed a solid reputation with both clients and court officials built on her impeccable professionalism and legal knowledge. If you'd like to schedule a consultation, if you need a divorce attorney and you live in Massachusetts, you can go to cbgoodlaw.com or you can find Catherine and the Divorce Money Guide in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with your host, Jackie Pilosoff. I'm talking about divorcing women and what they are talking about in life, fear, growth, and hope. Moving on to the next question, what's the best divorce advice you've heard and what's the worst? Here goes. Someone wrote, best divorce advice is keep your head held high. I just love that advice. That is so true. Best advice, document everything. Seriously, even if you think the divorce can go smoothly, things can change overnight and you'll wish you had documentation of agreements or abuse. Best advice, get used to being the villain and having lies told about you. Best advice, keep praying. Best advice, do what's best for you and the kids. He is no longer a friend. Worst advice, kids are resilient and they'll be okay. 
They are not. They need counseling, reassurance, and lots of love. Another piece of advice, if you don't like your attorney but are wondering if it's worth it to start over with another attorney, do it. I wish I would have done that. My attorney was awful and I should have changed. Another piece of good advice, do not trust that he or she wants what's best for you and the family. Take everything said or done at face value. Don't consider good intentions or past experiences. Save texts, emails, and voicemails, and don't discuss things without documentation. Another piece of advice, you are not his or her life partner. Therefore, you are not required to take on the role of caretaker for them. It is necessary for your ex to learn how to be a parent, to learn how to be present, responsible, and informed. Also, don't forget to take time for you. Ask a friend or family member for help so that you can get an hour to breathe and be rejuvenated. Another piece of advice, podcasts can be informative and empowering. All right, I'm going to move on to the next question, which is, this is a good one. What's the most inappropriate thing someone has said to you during your divorce? Number one, he's going to take the kids and all the money, so just let the kids go. Okay, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, Very inappropriate and not true. Number two, God doesn't approve of divorce. This person wrote, came unsolicited from a religious nut coworker after he found out I was living in a domestic violence shelter with my two kids. Number three, my dad told me that my ex just didn't get enough time to sow his oats before we were married and that I should take him back. Yikes. And then another person wrote a few things. At your age, very few men will find you attractive. It's not appropriate for a woman your age to be on her own. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe someone wrote that. Another inappropriate thing. I know he never worked and you supported the family, but honestly, a man will man up for a woman who makes him feel like a real man. I know you supported the family, but maybe your career success was emasculating him. Oh my gosh, that is unbelievable. Another person wrote, all the good ones are already taken. Okay, that's horrible because that's not true. Another person said, why are you getting divorced? I've never seen him hit you. Oh my gosh. Another person wrote, well, it's time to get over it. Another person wrote, Christians don't get divorced. Another person wrote, multiple people, including the police, told me that emotional and psychological abuse doesn't really count as abuse. So isn't this unbelievable? The reason I'm sharing it is because if you ever hear anything similar to this, you'll realize how ridiculous it sounds. And then the last one I want to share is a person said to someone, there's no good men out there and you will stay single. All men want is a younger woman. And if you're over 40, you're too old to get into another relationship. And many women told me, I'm so glad I'm married and I would never want to have to date at your age. 
oh my gosh, what kind of a friend would say that to somebody? And by the way, it's not true because I can't even count the number of people who are not only over 40, but they're over 50 and over 60 and they meet the loves of their life, including yours truly who met the love of my life at 49. All right, I'm going to move on to the last question because we're running out of time. This is a biggie. I wrote on the group page, can you share one thing you've done in the last month to improve your life? Number one, went to bed earlier and got more sleep. Number two, started a new mantra in my head that said, do not engage. Don't want to get pulled into the drama or any more arguments with my ex. I get that. I think I'm going to start that. Do not engage. Number three, I finished my degree. Number four, took care of me. Protein shakes for breakfast, drinks lots of water, started going for walks, focusing on the positives and moving forward. Number four, jump-started my own second business. Number five, hit the driving range. Number six, had sex for the first time in years. Number seven, started bike riding. Number eight, I started attending aerial hoop sequencing class. Okay, I saw that on Instagram. It looks amazing. I would love to do that. Really fun. Number eight, bought a new car. And number nine, 26-2 yoga. I have to find out what that is. All right, I have time for one more question because this is really, really good and it's going to inspire you. What is something that going through a divorce has taught you so far? Number one, learn to focus on what is within my control and accept that I can't force another person to be kind or caring. Wow, I feel like that came directly from Divorce Girl Smiling because I say that all the time. Number two, this is the first time I really had to step back and realize that there was nothing I could do to change certain things. When I accepted that, I started to change for the better. Number three, I learned that life after divorce is freaking awesome. I don't have to answer to anyone. There's no one I have to do laundry for, clean the house for, mow the lawn, entertain, and feed his friends. Okay, I can't believe this woman was mowing the lawn. Wow. She wrote, life is so much better after all the struggles, the arguing, the pretending to be happy after his inappropriate relationship. And life is fantastic when you don't have to react to a single thing. Another thing someone wrote is, I learned that I am resilient. I also believe where or how I am now is not how I will be in a year from now. During my marriage, I thought nothing could change, but I promise you it does. I love that woman. All right, another person wrote, there is peace on the other side. It's hard and you will muster up strength you never knew you had. You will discover the depths of support and love like no other from your loved ones. And you can do hard things. Another person wrote, I waited too long. You can't change someone else. They want to have to change themselves. I freaking love myself. Undoing the damage takes time, but it's so worth it. I cannot tell you how much respect I have for these women. I want to hug them. I think we need a divorced girl smiling national reunion. 
All right, another person wrote, I can do really hard things. I learned how strong I am. Another person wrote, you can do it yourself and make a whole new chapter in life. Another person wrote, one day at a time, I'd still rather go through this divorce than be with him because I'm not living in hell anymore. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Another person wrote, so far I have learned endless patience and to walk away at times for my own peace. I focus on what I can control. I trust the legal process. And while I might be frustrated at times because it's taking so long, I learn to be patient. I have become more independent, learn new skills. I have become more resilient and I learned that I am worthy of meeting a new love. Another person wrote, your sense of self will carry you through anything. Sometimes you need to find it, develop it, or reinvent it during the divorce, but it will be everything to you. Another person wrote, I am rock solid. Throw anything at me and I'm going to rise up like the phoenix. So aren't these women incredible? They're strong. I respect them. I just have so much inspiration from this. And guess what? You're like this too. You just don't know it yet. So on that note, I want to thank you for listening. And I want to tell you one piece of advice I have. If you want to be in this place and be really inspired and be empowered and end up with a good divorce outcome, you need good trusted, vetted divorce professionals to help you. I'm talking about a good financial advisor, a good divorce attorney, a mediator, a divorce coach, a real estate agent, a mortgage lender, and more. And that is why I want to direct you to the Divorced Girl Smiling Trusted Divorce Professionals. You can find them in the Trusted Divorce Professional section of divorcedgirlsmiling.com. And I also want to give myself a plug for the Divorced Girl Smiling free consult, which is a 30-minute complimentary phone call with me. And I will listen to you, listen to you vent, listen to your problems, uncover what you need help with, and then connect you to good divorce professionals. So please take advantage of that. You can sign up on Divorced Girl Smiling. And if you want to listen to more podcasts or read articles or watch videos, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you real soon.